say the hellos here. Goodbye, friends. Thank you. Hello, friends, and (laughs) hello, everyone. Welcome to The Bargain Den, your weekly financial advice podcast. I guess you could say it, Donna. I don't know. Change things up. Hey, friends. We're back. See, that's why we take it away from you. How's it going? (laughs) How's your week been? Yeah, how's it going, everybody? You can't respond right now, but I feel as though you're shouting into your car radios, maybe. Anyway... Uh, yeah, thank you for joining us here at the Bargain Den. So the story I'd like to start off with this week is that we're haunted here at this house. We Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have a haunting currently here at the, the Hamwords household. Have we ever said our last names on this show? I think we did on like the first episode or something. Nobody goes back that far. We'll just yeah. be the Hamwords. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you can piece together the rest if you can. We'll go with the ham words. Unless you want to... No, we, now we have to be the ham words, because if we say the yeah. other way... Okay. Yep. Yeah. So the ham words household here has been haunted uh, very indefinitely in the last couple of weeks by a strange noise that has been emanating from our living room. And we could not place what this strange noise was, um, where it was coming from. However, I... Wait, can I try to make the noise real quick? Absolutely. It'll be very good audio. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> You forgot the key, most important part of it. What? Because that was actually very good. The ending, the... Oh, okay. So it sounded mis- unmistakably like a toy lightsaber, which we do not own, said toy lightsaber. But I knew it was actually a thing that was emitting. It wasn't just my brain or you know, anything. It was There was something emitting that noise. And I knew this because our cats reacted to it. They would go into the general direction <laughs> that it was... It was occurring. Mjolnir, sorry, I was just picturing her. Mjolnir would run after it. uh, And then not be able to find it, just kind of look in the direction. And I think it's because it kind of also sounds like some of the, like, animatronic cat toys we have. Yeah, exactly. Like battery operated. So tonight we were in the the recording studio uh, doing some, some homework and stuff. And all of a sudden, I see Donna get up and run out of the room very quickly. <laughs> and I think, well, one of us is maybe about to die. I don't know. But then she comes back, and in her hand, to my utmost surprise, is a toy lightsaber. <laughs> and somehow, a toy lightsaber has entered our home. We do not have children, and nor do either of us have toy lightsabers. Well, till now. Until now. Now we <laughs> co-own a toy lightsaber it's orange it's orange we can't get it to replicate the noise yet but yeah, I, I tried to turn it on and i here i can all the only noise i get it to make is this that unmistakable you know what that noise was <laughs> i there it is there it is we're not we're not losing our minds it's podcast That's magic. Hold on, we gotta wait for the end. It's the best part. Maybe it doesn't stop. 
until it's collapsed. Eh. Oh, it didn't make the ending noise. Well, everybody, it's been fun making this podcast. We've probably been sued by Disney for that. Well, I don't understand how it would start making that noise when it's fucking off. I don't either, but something was causing it to... Okay, so you have to hold it down to get it to make the noise. Sorry, that's going to go... Yeah, ooh, that's definitely trademarked. I know that one's trademarked for a fact. Ignore that, that's just... Push it down. Okay, Okay. oh god. Oh, Oh, it's still going, it's still going here. So it's basically just completely fucked. Yeah, all right. All right. Wow, man. And now it won't go off. Good. Podcast good, magic, good. everybody. Just ignore the humming <laughs> in the background that is uh, definitely not a trademarked lightsaber. Can I tell them where I found it? I mean, yeah. Okay, first of all, if you're the person that put this there, please let me know, because I feel insane. Also, Mjolnir's very intrigued by this lightsaber. She's sniffing at it. Um, yeah. But I... <sighs> We've been looking for the source of this noise for a couple of weeks now, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I knew it was in that general area, and I thought maybe it's the printer. Maybe it's the record player. Then I heard it unmistakably inside our books. And I was like, there's no way the sound could be emitting from the books or the bookshelf. And there was a crazy moment where I thought, what if it's something in our wall? Well, yeah, I super thought that. And so I had to take out the books piece by piece, row by row, until I found it behind them. And that's where it was. It was behind our books. So somebody's playing a real good goof on us, uh, unintentionally, I imagine. We did live with somebody else for a while, um, and that's I'm, I feel as though I remember that from our childhood. That's what I'm That's got to be how it happened. Yeah. Um, anyway, but then it just started making noises. So now we have a, a haunted beam sword in our Yeah, our like house. why now? Like how long has that been there? I don't know. And why now is it making noises by itself lying behind some books? But mystery closed here on the the bargain den. One mystery down. We still have another to go. Is it frugal? Well, I'll, it's uh, that's not what I... <laughs> <laughs> I was more concerning with the actor I saw in Austin, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so we still have two mysteries. Well, one mystery we solve every week. Yeah. And that's what we do here in the bargain den. Is we watch a movie <laughs> from a bargain bin... Uh, such as one that you would buy from the Walmarts or something like that. Pull it out of there. We put it in the, the Blu-ray DVD player combo because we know how to rock it here. And we watch it and we try to decide is it really worthy of the title of being a bargain movie? Does it embody what it means to be bargainish and frugalish? And we decide. And that's what we did this week. And we're going to spoil the movie. So if this 2003 classic um, is one that you were wanting to watch... Just a heads up, we're going to ruin the whole ding-dang thing. Um, and we've spent way too long in this intro already, so <laughs> Donna, take us away. It's your week. So this week, we got to watch Alex and Emma, 2003 rom-com. Uh, so we've got Alex. He is the author, and he's gotten himself into some trouble. And he's also Luke Wilson. Yeah. Which is great. The Lesser Wilson. Oh, dang. Burn. Truth. The truth hurts. It is true, but it does hurt. Ooh. Um, so, Alex lives in the apartment, and he's trying to write this novel, but he's got writer's block. Now, it so happens he's borrowed a lot of money from the Cubans. Mm-hmm. They're these two guys 
and they, who are Cuban, who are apparently Cuban. They come busting in and threaten that if he doesn't get them even more money, now it's a hundred thousand dollars by the end of the month, they will kill him. And once he finishes his manuscript and turns it in, he's going to get $125,000. Right, so... He has but exact- he hasn't started. Right. So, yeah, Brandon, he has exactly 30 days, right? Yeah. yeah. You were just starting to say it. No, yeah, I was going to yeah. say he's, he's he's got a book deal, basically, for $125,000. Mm-hmm. But he won't get... Uh, he won't see a dime of it until... Um, yeah, until he finishes the manuscript... Which, in retrospect, it's kind of messed up that the his publisher is like, yeah, you might die, but I'm just not going to give you the money until you write the book. Sorry. I would have done the same. We'll get that right. in the frugal portion. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Um, so, when the Cubans come in, because he doesn't have his money yet, they smash his phone and his lap... No, mm, wait, nope. sorry. They, they, they smash his... They burn his they laptop. They burn his laptop. So now he has nothing to write on either. Also, I don't know that that's how laptops work. I don't think they'd catch fire like that. It was anyway, pretty gnarly. They they set it on fire like it was like a book. It was yeah. weird. It caught fire too. We should anyway. try that sometime. Yeah, you want to use your laptop? No. Oh, well then we're out of luck. Anyway, let's get through it. Let's so he hires a stenographer, but... No. He, he... tricks her. <laughs> From a lawyer's office to his fake lawyer's office, which is his apartment, and she isn't falling for it, and she's like, you're dumb. And she's also Kate Hudson. Yeah, who is Emma. hmm And he eventually convinces her to come back and give him a chance, and they start writing, and she breaks his writer's block, miraculously. Through so her beauty and her her sarcastic ways. Yeah, she's quite witty mm-hmm. and straightforward. So he starts dictating to her, and <clears throat> as he begins to dictate his new novel, <laughs> that's what it's called, and she types it, uh, the movie jumps into the novel, and we see what he's writing played out before us. Yes, so the movie and jumps back and forth between the apartment and this 1920s Great Gatsby-like love story. So all the while that they're writing this um, character development, both in and outside <laughs> of the story, <laughs> but it's basically turning out to be based on his life. Um, it's a love triangle. He's in love with this high society. High society. Um Paris, uh, I don't know, whatever. French woman? French woman. From Paris? Paris, (laughs) yep. (laughs) Um, But she she needs money, and he doesn't have it to give to her, because he's just a lowly English tutor, much like his real-life lowly author-ness. So... um, he ends up gambling to try to win enough money to woo her and loses it all, just like in his real life, as we later find out. Then there's the, I don't know, the servant, the house help, whatever. Mm-hmm. I forgot the word they kept using. It started with an O, but it sounded... Au revoir. 
It, yeah, it was like fancy in French. It wasn't that. No, it but wasn't. he keeps changing who it is, but it's Emma, obviously. And eventually he concedes that she is going to be the second love triangle um, as he starts realizing his feelings for the real life Emma. And um, they make a great pair. They're actually working really well together. And we start to see Emma fall in love with Alex. And it's really funny and quirky all the way through. And then they finish the novel last minute after procreating. And then... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You should write some romance novels. (laughs) After they finish procreating. And the Cubans come and smash their telephone and TV. And there it was. Um, so she goes home to type up the last bit. And meanwhile, the real-life Penelope. Penelope shows up and tries to get Alex back, even though she chose someone else and left him. Sorry, Paulina, not Penelope. Paulina. Thank you. I never said Penelope because I couldn't remember her name. After spending like six hours at the cafe across the street, Emma shows back up with the finished manuscript and she's like, oh, this bitch is Paulina. Paulina. (laughs) You got Penelope in my head now. This bitch is Paulina. And she's like, what's going on? I finished your manuscript. And he's like, oh yeah, real life girl who's also, her real life name is Paulina, isn't it? Yeah. That's not very creative or protecting of identities. Okay, so he introduces Emma to Paulina as his stenographer, and she's like, oh, I see. I see how it is. And so she leaves him, and now he's heartbroken, and he turns in the manuscript and pays the Cuban men, and his editors are like, it's pretty dang good. Good job. And he's like, but I don't like the ending, because in the ending of the romance novel... He ends up with nobody. As he deserves. As he deserves. And Paulina gets married to the rival love interest and Emma leaves him because he chose Paulina. (laughs) Much like real life right now. (laughs) (laughs) So he tries to convince Emma to come back and help him finish the novel. By. The better way. Harassing her. (laughs) Yeah. By calling her 17 times, waiting outside her apartment, like creepy stuff. You know, classic rom-com. Yeah, totally. No big deal. Um, And then finally, he does the ultimate stalker thing and fakes another job offer by also faking an entire office to have her come dictate, no, type the last bit of the story that he's going to dictate. And he dictates his love for her and that he's... Going to love her and stuff, but all he has are his words because he's just an author. He's, no, he's just a writer. He's just a writer. Because I'm, I'm just a writer. And then. And then they kiss, and the scene swirls as them shifting in between their characters in real life and in the novel. Ta da! Credits roll. That was Alex and Emma. Yup. 16 years ago. It did, I I will say, it did make us laugh multiple times out loud. It was just it was a... pretty funny. Very interesting uh, movie. It was very fun. 
and it, we had a lot of we watched it with two good friends as well. It was a viewing party. Shout out. Shout out to those good friends. <laughs> <laughs> a very vague shout out to those unnamed friends. <laughs> we love you. Shout out. Go check those two friends out. And go They're check doing them some, out. Yeah, go check those two friends out. Doing they're killing it. Killing the game. Thanks for watching the movie with us, you two. Thank you too. Hey, thanks, you two. Hey. <laughs> thanks for supporting us. Thanks. Hey, hey, if anybody else is listening, go check their stuff out. Shout out yeah, to those two friends. Yeah, go check them out. <laughs> hey, go check those two friends out. Hey, hey. I know they do the same for us. They would do the same for us. So, <laughs> hey, big shout out to those two friends. You know, our, our two friends that watched the movie with us. Hey, those two. <laughs> how, long, how long do you want to do this joke for? <laughs> it was Ty and Nikki. All right. Let's thank go to, you both. Thank you. Um, let's go to the thrift store. Why? Good point. All right, is it frugal? No, let's go to the. No, thrift you store. said why? We wanted to just prolong. It's almost. I just thought, midnight. I just thought that we'd have a little smoother of a transition into going to the thrift store than like, oh. hey, thanks for watching the movie with us, guys. Let's go to the thrift store. It was the most tumultuous transition possible, and so we had to go in a flash. Now we're stuck in this purgatory that's hell, <laughs> and I just want to go to the thrift store. All right. No, well, we got to do it just... smoother now. Hold on. Let's, do you want to do some smooth jazz? Give me, yeah. some, give me some smooth jazz and then I'll, I'll walk. Not smoother. Swing here. I want some swing on it. I'm going to whiplash you into this. Let's <laughs> get, get, I want the swing. Hear the swing. All right. Let's go to the thrift store. Now... One couple must face another couple. Are Alex and Emma frugal? Is out. That's to go. Is is Alex and Emma frugal? I hate saying that sentence. Wow. Yeah. What a conundrum. Are well, we talking thank about you the everybody. movie? We talking about the people? Yeah. Thank you everybody for joining us because I can't with that. Oh. That Alex and Emma. Frugal. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Alex and Emma, frugal? Clickbait title. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe what we come up with. <laughs> Number 10 will make your socks melt. <laughs> <laughs> You'll want to move to another country after you read number 11. <laughs> 17 reasons why you should slash shouldn't watch this movie. You'll murder your dad. <laughs> okay, not frugal. Um, I'm just going to start with the obvious. Gambling away all your money and then going mm. to a mafia-esque group for a loan that they then charged like 200% interest on. I don't believe that they were mafia-esque. I believe they were mafia. Oh, okay. Well, that yeah. was what the movie made it sound, as they were straight straight mafia. Straight up. Straight up. Yeah, not frugal. Um, and also, uh, it's just the... Uh, 
I mean, while you could say that the apartment was frugal, I made this point that I it made him look like he was supposed to be living in like a slum, but it was still like a really nice New York style studio apartment that had to be way crazy expensive. Yeah, that I mean, big old windows, lots of space. Mm-hmm. That yeah, no, can't be cheap. Can't be cheap. Um, also, I don't know why he tricked a sonographer and not a like ghostwriter. I guess maybe he would have had like a ghostwriter would have known. But he's just he was a terrible person. He was bad. He was a bad bad man, and I'm angry that he won. He grabbed her three different times when they met, and she was trying to leave. And she was like, don't touch me. And he was like, sorry. And then did it again immediately. Yeah. What a bad man. Yeah. And she kept being like, this is creepy. I'm not an idiot. And I know that this is like a ploy. And you're an idiot. And you're probably trying to take advantage of me. And he's like, well, I wouldn't sleep with you. And she's like, bitch, please. That was completely irrelevant. Moving right along. (laughs) Point being, he was very unlikable. Yes. As was his character in the novel. Right. And if you write an unlikable character, you're not going to sell your novel. Not frugal. But she helps him become more likable and the character. Disagree on his part. Well, yeah. (laughs) But on the character part, true. Mafia comes in smashing his shit, not frugal. Again, I mean, that kind of goes with the whole don't get a loan from the mafia. True, true. But. His publisher's house was very um, exuberant. It was quite bougie. Quite bougie. I'd say not frugal. Not at all. He even had like one of those soda seltzer things. It was weird. I've never, (laughs) never seen one of those in real life or movie other than Spongebob. Uh, well, clearly, not frugal. Not frugal. God, is there anything frugal? I mean, he made $125,000 from his manuscript before it even got published, but still. I'd say that Emma going shopping so that they'd have food in the apartment instead of having to eat nothing. Milkshakes? You okay? (laughs) About fell off the couch there. couldn't make it. Aw, sweetheart. Uh, Our grandma kitty about fell off the couch. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know. It just didn't feel like a very frugal movie. And um, Yeah, Emma was definitely one of our only points of frugality. And even then, like, she couldn't even begin to overshadow all the points that are not frugal. Yeah, setting up an entire office... Uh, to, to look like a different one just to trick a person. Which he did mention he had to pay for, like, the signage and everything. Yeah. So. Which, what I don't understand is, like, how he has any money at all. Because that would mean, that, I guess maybe if he sold the book. Well, no, he hadn't finished it. So how does he have any money at all? Cause when, he, when he made the fake sign, he had sold the manuscript. But he convinced them to let him potentially write a different ending. Well, right, but he had sold the manuscript for $125,000. He gave $100,000 to the Cubans and $25,000 to Emma. He didn't give $25,000. Oh, did he? He did. Yeah, that's a good... Yeah, how do you have money? Well, clearly he's not afraid of debt, so... It's true. 
Hopefully he took out another loan. Dude, good on Emma. She made $25,000 in a month. Solid. Dude. Yeah, the cat threw something on the floor in there. Awesome. Or it's the ghosts again. Or the ghosts. Yeah. It's Obi-Wan in there. <laughs> I mean, Obi-Shawn. Obi-Shawn's in there. <laughs> and other non-trademarked characters. What if we have to review a Disney movie? Have we already? Uh, no, no, I don't think we Does have. Does Venom count? <laughs> <laughs> no, Venom. I lost track of what superhero movies are owned by Disney. No, we actually haven't done a superhero movie in in the Marvel canon that's owned by Disney. I think it's I think we've done X Men, which is by Fox, and I don't think Fox is owned by Disney. And same with Marvel with uh, Venom. Everything's owned by. Two people. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking capitalism. <laughs> capitalism. Hey, what we talk right? about? Hey, let's just talk about it for a minute. Like you know, let's get political here, and let's talk about different kinds of societal things. You know, and I keep so tired. It's like almost midnight. I'm sorry. Yeah, we do different. We have different things. I start to mumble and make less sense. You swear a lot. The time we're tired. <laughs> How many times have I have I? It's a bunch. A, bunch. a lot more this time. Yeah. Than, oh, okay. Yeah, you swear a bunch. Good. <laughs> Very good. It's okay. I just want to let you know. Hey, fun contest. Uh, try to figure out when we recorded each episode based on the number of swears <laughs> from me and mumbling from Brandon. Oh, no, because all of them I mumble. I have a bad habit. I'm a, I am feel as though I'm a bit of a mumbler. Uh, no. I feel... Well, okay. Anyway, <laughs> I, it's not, not frugal. Not frugal. Alex and Emma, not frugal. Uh, don't, be, don't be Luke Wilson. The second... And lesser Wilson brother. Mm-hmm. That seems so mean to say. He did try his hardest. He did great. Well, he tried his hardest. <laughs> I I actually really enjoyed this movie. Can we talk about like the opening scene? I mean, yeah. He he's trying to write his novel, and he's rewriting and rewriting the first sentence, and then he sees that the mafia people are there, and they're coming up to get him. And it's a full, like, 60 seconds or more of him running around his apartment looking for ways to blockade his door and places to hide mm-hmm. and changing his mind and, like, trying to put a chair under the door, but it's not tall enough. And, like, it just straight up, like, classic slapstick kind of comedy. It's so dumb. It was great. The I chair the chair did really get me. I don't know why. That was a really good use of the chair. <laughs> Of, like, he goes to prop it under the door handle, and it's just not tall enough. And I just love that, because I, 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 I hope it was intentional, but that, because that was really funny. Oh, so good. Uh, all right, well, let's think of a better, better lesson to learn from it, then. Buy furniture that's big enough to blockade your door. <laughs> okay. All right, thank you, everybody, so much. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, that'll be it. Hey, wait, Brandon. <clears throat> Chairs, are they frugal? Oh, wow, we didn't do that last episode. Well, hell yeah. Hell yeah, they're frugal? Yeah. Okay. So, thank you, everybody, for... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I forgot. What was the last time I did that to you? I forgot. It's Still... been a couple episodes, so I just wanted to throw it back at you. Oh, man. thought maybe you were just getting jealous. Of what? Of being asked random items and their frugality. 
What part of that would make me jealous? Because you normally ask me, so then you stopped asking me, so I just assumed you wanted to be asked back. Oh, I was jealous of you getting asked questions by me asking you questions? Yes, so oh. you stopped. Oh, good, the sense it makes. Thank you, everybody, for listening <laughs> to The Bargain Den. Your one-stop shop for bargain, uh, bargain, uh, bargain, uh, bargain, uh... Bargain, uh, bargain. (laughs) (laughs) So late. (laughs) That's stupid. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) Tune in next week for another episode of The Bargain Den. Every Wednesday, unless we don't, but usually every Wednesday. (laughs) Every Wednesday, unless it's not. Um, 5 a.m. local time. Yeah, I guess we've never talked about that. It's 5 a.m. local time every every week. And you know what? Part of that is thanks to Anchor for hosting and distributing our podcast. Thanks, Anchor. Yeah, thank you. And thank you to Sarah Anastasia for our artwork. You're awesome. Holy cow! We have... I pulled it up. And we... I Quentin, it's, it's been... You've had a good run, but... I don't believe you. Uh, right we now. have a... I don't we, believe you. Uh, no, I want to read it to you. We have a new bargain error. No. This has been the most miracle of miracle episodes of the bargain din. We had a lightsaber work. <laughs> and um yes. Uh so um man. This is uh this is a new uh the new bargain error. I'm like, I'm like excited. I'm so excited. It's been a long time coming. The name, I can't... Can I have my iPod back and at least turn the screen off? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. (laughs) I'm just... The name is (laughs) Y-C-N-A-L-C-X-O-C. Oh, it's... (laughs) What? Am I I too... Is it Clancy? Oh, it's Clancy. It's Clancy. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I understand. Okay. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> our former, uh, former, what was her title formally? Uh, Chair of Frugal... No, it's like Cheap Executive. Oh, Chief Executive of Cheap, CEC. Oh, the CEC. Former CEC, now current um, bargainer uh, is... Clancy, what? you put a name I can't read. <laughs> Can I give it a shot? You... Yeah, it's it's like you... You, you nail... No, you nail... Knock. Okay, well, the title is The Spirit of Bargaining is a Lasting Frontier. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Ichnauksok. That's okay. the closest I'm going to get. All right. But we can just say Clancy. Longtime friend of the show and, and friend, of, friend, of, friend of ours. Thank you um, for breaking Quentin's. Quentin, it was a good run. We won't ever forget you, and you will be mentioned <laughs> As probably as, yeah, anyway. There's a good chance 
I mean, we've got a long ways to go before someone beats his record. So. Right. It's going to, that was what? This is episode 35. So, like 30. 32 episodes of being bargain air, something like that. Yeah. So, you got this, Clancy. You got this, Clancy. You're up to bat. <laughs> the spirit of bargaining is a lasting frontier. Longtime listener here, and to, man, <laughs> starting from the top again. Longtime listener here to finally say that the Bargain Din podcast is funny, informative, entertaining, and above all else, frugal. Packed with quick wit and lively analysis of bargain bin movies, this dynamic duo engages and enthralls listeners in a fashion that is completely unique. I look forward to listening every week, not just for the laughs, but also for the bargains, and I encourage all others to do the same. Keep pinching those pennies and stay frugal, folks. Aww. Fuck yeah. Thank you, Clancy. Clancy's also uh, become a contributor to the hashtag find him uh, <laughs> search that I'm currently doing on the hashtag... Actor that Brandon saw in Austin, Texas in 2017 with her submission of Drew Carey. Now, it was not Drew Carey. I'm a fan of Mr. Carey's work uh, for a long time now, both Price is Right and Whose Line Is It Anyway? And unfortunately, no, that is not who I saw. Because if it was, I would have definitely known me some Drew Carey. Now, if you take Drew Carey, give him a little bit of some wider eyes, um, a little bit more of a narrow frame, even after his current weight loss was moving into the Price is White, make his eyes a little bit more prominent and soft. Again, I'm talking okay, some real okay. soft moving, eyes. No, moving. this is an important segment that I am adding to the show now, and we are running long, and I'm aware, but the, it just softer-eyed Drew Carey with slight hair swoop in much of his appearances that I remember him in, but I can't think of what they are at all. Anyway, thank, thank you. Thank you, Sarah Anastasia, for our artwork. And thank you, The Lounge Kittens, for the use of their song, Dirty Deeds, for our intro and outro. And mid-reel. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Um, and I do want to say, it's very fun, and thank you again, Clancy, for that review. And we make a big deal about getting reviews here, because it's fun and stuff. That's not why we do this. You don't give a shit. It's just fun. It's fun to do this podcast. I don't want to make it as though we're too big of a deal for reviews. It's very fun to get reviews, and we love them, and it's, it's we love hearing from people in any way possible, and it's just nice to be engaging with people, but... But go and support us on Anchor by becoming a listener. <laughs> Absolutely. I just was trying to be sweet and say, you know what, I really enjoy is just spending a couple I was of trying to be frugal by saying, give me your money. Oh, got it. Okay, right. Back in the, yeah, back in the character. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. I was no, trying to be sweet to my wife. Yes, I was trying to say that you, I enjoyed Thank you all time. very much. <laughs> Seriously, from the bottom of our hearts. It means a lot to have people listen every week. And it means so much to hear your feedback. And it's nice that so far they've been nice. It doesn't Absolutely. have to be nice, but it's appreciated. Yeah, please be nice. But, I mean, you know, you do you. Thank you for listening. This has been how long of an episode? A million years. It's almost identical to the first half, so we're doing all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I'm Brandon. I'm Donna. Pinch those pennies. And stay frugal. I pinched our cat instead. Dirty deeds and the dun dirty. Dirty deeds and the dun dirty. Wow, wow, wow. Burn it down and an